You're listening to Fun Times in Flushing, a podcast of sadness about the New York Mets. I am Michael Smith here to talk Mets baseball with you, unfortunately. Today we're talking about the three-game sweep at the hands of the Philadelphia Phillies, the absolute worst-case scenario of this weekend. And it was just, it was a sadness factory down there in Citizens Bank Park, but we'll get into that in just one moment. I first started the theme song. That theme comes from Kyle Cullen, who you can reach for your podcast themes at Kyle's Podcast Themes at gmail.com. That's just about the only positive thing we're going to have going on in this episode. Uh, but if you do want to find any links discussed in today's show or to learn more about the show, go to funandflushing.com slash 33. That's funandflushing.com slash the numbers 33. All right. Well, I'm on vacation with my family, Jersey Shore, having a good time. I watch Saturdays and Sundays games down here. And man, do I wish that I had not. Just an absolute nightmare. I mean, you go into this week, and I believe I said they needed three or four from the Marlins and two or three from the Phillies. They won one against the Marlins. They won none against the Phillies. Just an absolute disaster. An absolute disaster. They now sit. I mean, bad enough, bad enough that they lost first place. But they now sit in third place in the standings. I'm looking at them right now. The Philadelphia Phillies are in first Atlanta is two games behind them. The Mets are a half game behind Atlanta, two and a half behind the Phillies. They're one game over 500. This is a team that's been in first place for three months, and they now sit one game above 500, two and a half behind the first place Phillies. It's just a disaster. It's just a disaster. And, I mean, I can't even talk about these three games against the Phillies. I think I blacked out at one point. I mean, it was brutal. They didn't hit. They didn't pitch particularly well. I think the one good thing that came out of any of these three games is that Taiwan Walker, he gave up three home runs, which sounds bad on the surface, but again, it's Citizens Bank Ballpark. It's not, you know, a, a pitcher's haven exactly, but he didn't, he really, there wasn't a ton of traffic on the bases. He gave up three solo homers. He just so happened to be going up against my pick for the NL Cyan, Zach Wheeler, and you know, obviously this was Jacob DeGrom's award to lose, but injuries have made him lose it, unfortunately. So it, to me, I mean, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, you know, there are a lot of good pitchers in the National League, but right now for me, it's Zach Wheeler. And he might have even cemented it with that complete game shutout against the Mets on Sunday, on a day that the Phillies retired Roy Halladay's number. Seems like a nice day at the ballpark at Citizens Bank for all those Philly fans. But it was a disaster for the Mets, and Steve Cohen visited the clubhouse before the game. You know, a little bit of an old George Steinbrenner move, it seemed like. Did not work. George had a way of winning games. Steve did not get that message across to his players, but we'll see. They're coming home. They're a lot better at home than they are on the road. They are 13 games above 500 at home. They're actually 12 games under on the road, the New York Mets. So. Coming home, they're playing a bad Washington team. No Trey Turner, no Matt Scherzer, no Steven Strasburg. You look at the pitching matchups, 
You got Carlos Carrasco pitching on Tuesday, Rich Hill on Wednesday. He's going up against Joe Ross, who's given us a little bit of trouble this year. Marcus Stroman goes on Thursday afternoon against Eric Fetty, who's also given us a little bit of trouble earlier in the season. The Mets need to win these games. The Mets need, I mean, truly. I, I, I think I also said this last week talking about those series with Miami and Philly. You can't call for sweeps. The Mets need to sweep this series against the Washington Nationals. They just do. If you look ahead, they play three against Washington, then starts the infamous at this point 13-game stretch, three at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers, then they fly to the West Coast. They play Sunday Night Baseball at City Field against the Dodgers. They will play the next day in San Francisco. Cross-country flight, that's going to be brutal. Three in San Francisco. Then they fly to L.A., no off day again, four in L.A., and then they fly home, and then they finally get an off day, but they come back to City Field for three more with San Francisco. So that's going to be tough. You need to prepare to go five and eight in that stretch. I think five and eight would be reasonable to ask of them right now, where, again, as frustrating as it is, you got to realize they're not at full strength. They're missing their best player. They're missing their best pitcher. Should they be as bad as they've been against Miami and Philly? Absolutely not. They need to be a lot better against those teams. But when you look at the Dodgers and the Giants, I think it's a little more acceptable that they go 5-8 and eight when you consider those two facts. You know, you could, you could possibly get the Grom three times in that 13 games. But you're not. You're not going to get him once. So I think that's kind of... I think 5-8 and eight is, a, is a reasonable expectation, and that's not... The, the sky is falling expectation because you come out of that, you get three more with Washington at home, you get four with Miami at home, then you go to Washington, then you go to Miami, then you're home against the Yankees, which is a lot more daunting than it was a couple weeks ago, home against the Cardinals, which is not very daunting, and then you get your last three games with the Phillies. I mean, we're into September at this point, but the schedule really lightens up if you get past these 13 games. That's why the six at City Field. Three at the front end, three at the back end against the Washington Nationals, wrapping around that stretch with the Dodgers and Giants. Those games are so crucial. You gotta go five and one in those in those six games against Washington. You have to go five and one. You gotta beat up on those nationals. When you get the Marlins at home, you gotta beat them too. And they need to get better on the road, obviously. They still go to San Francisco and Los Angeles, like I mentioned. They go back to Washington, they go back to Miami, they go to Boston, they go to Milwaukee, and they go to Atlanta. You're playing some tough teams on the road the rest of the way. They they can't get any worse than this 12 games under 500 that they already are. And I'd like to think that that's obvious to them and that they need to pick it up. I mean, I I can't say that I love the energy in these post-game press conferences. I love Pete Alonso. Don't get me wrong. Pete Alonso telling me, don't just believe, know that we're going to turn it around. Why? Why would I? How, how could I know that? What does that even mean? And I do believe in this team, and I, I do think they're going to turn it around. But how can I know that they're going to do that? They've played terribly. They were non-competitive against the Phillies. And those three back-to-back-to-back the, the back to back home runs was great. But I was, I mean, I wasn't excited when McCann hit the third. They had two more runs to get. And they got the, I think they had a tie run on base, if I remember correctly. They had a chance. They needed five. They didn't get five. Don't give up two home runs to Brad Miller. Don't give up a three-run bomb to Adubel Herrera. Those were team losses in Philly. T 
team losses, you can't blame the offense completely. I just said Taiwan Walker pitched well, but he gave up three home runs. Like, I do view it as a step in the right direction, but could we not give up three home runs? Could we not give up two to Brad Miller? The home run to a double Herrera? Can we keep us in the game? Like, even looking at the, the game on Friday night, I'm looking at it right here. It was 1 1. Then the Phillies in the fifth scored made it 2 1. You go to 2 1 to the bottom of the eighth inning, and the Mets can't hold it there. Bottom of the eighth, they go to Edwin Diaz for some reason. I guess it was to get him in a game after missing a couple days, but it just wasn't the spot to use him. He gives up a two run homer to Bryce Harper, makes it 4 1 Phillies. Jonathan Villar then homers in the ninth inning and brings it to 4 2. That home run would have tied it. You know, and maybe they bring in somebody else and somebody else gives up the two run homer. Who knows? It just didn't seem like the spot for Edwin Diaz. They they need to figure this out. I think this team can still go to the playoffs. I'm not full-on panic city yet, but they got to show me something against the Washington Nationals. Show me something against the Washington Nationals. Tread water as light as you possibly can. You know, like my two-year-old, like I said, I'm on the Jersey Shore. My two-year-old today was running into the water, getting hit by a wave, and then begging me to pick him up. That's what you need to do against the Giants and Dodgers. Go in, win one, you know, run away as fast as you possibly can, lose the Nets two, go back out, win the Nets one. <laughs> Just don't get don't get destroyed in these thirteen games. Five and eight's acceptable. You can't go two and eleven. Dodgers are hot. They got Scherzer and Turner now. That's trouble. Giants went and got Chris Bryant. They're not going to be easy games. But we'll talk more about that when we get there. Uh, that's it though for this episode. I'm keeping it short. I didn't really, I tried as little as possible to even get into these three games because they just made me so sad. <laughs> they were a terrible way to start vacation. But if you could support the show, if you like what I'm doing here, even if you don't like what the Mets are doing, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash fun in flushing. Just a little bit to help out the show. You know, I'm just trying to make the show better with, you know, better equipment and all these sorts of things, if you could help out there, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm doing this for free, obviously. There's no ads in the show, so anything you could do to help out is greatly appreciated. If you want to participate in the show, 845-206-9098 is the voicemail line. Funtimesandflushing at gmail.com is the email. Again, the website, funandflushing.com slash 33. That's funandflushing.com slash the numbers 33. Go there. Find all the information about this episode. You can find links to all the different podcast players for this episode. Please go there. Please go to your favorite podcasting app. Subscribe, rate, review. Follow me on Twitter at msmithfif for fun and flushing. And follow the show on Instagram at funandflushing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fun Times and Flushing. Hopefully we get a better series against the Washington Nationals. Let's go Mets.